It's finally time to get serious about building your brand. You already have the skill and the talent, so let's put the pieces in motion right now. Let Travis Bailey guide you through the process of creating a strong and consistent digital presence. Sit back and relax and prepare for your brand new life. Hello and welcome to the Brand New Life Podcast. I am your host, Travis Bailey, and I am excited today to share some things with you that is going to hopefully jumpstart your career as an entrepreneur. So let's get started. Before I jump too heavy into anything else, I think it's important for me just to take a moment and stop and really share with you who I am and, you know, why I'm doing this podcast. And, you know, soon we'll get into all the, the, you know, other episodes and things that I have to share with you. But I felt like it was only right for me to give you an idea of who I am and what I represent. So as I told you, my name is Travis and and I am a resident in North Carolina. Um, I am a creative director for my own company, which is called Premier Branding and Marketing Solutions. Basically what I do is I sit down, I listen to people's hearts and I create a brand based off um, their input, based off the things they like, the things they stand for. Um, And I also do this for companies and corporations as well. I've been very blessed to have a team of people that can help me out through these situations and one by one we're making you know people's online presence a lot better so what i wanted to do today was just to give you my story and tell you about who i am and where i come from and why um this podcast is essential i am a graduate of north carolina central university and i'm very proud of that and when i got to central which we so affectionately call it i was a theater major and as a theater major i thought that it was important to get into some classes and to really learn about the craft of being a thespian. Well, I met my counselor and she sat down with me and she said, Trevor, are you prepared to move to Los Angeles or New York? And I said, no, not really. Um, And she said, well, if you're not willing to do those things, you might want to reconsider your major because if you're going to be successful, those are the places that you're going to have to go. And I thought about it for a minute and I said, you know, I think you're right. And uh, what else can we do? So I signed on to be an education major and I learned a lot of things about people, about, you know, their tendencies and things like that. And it really prepared me to be what I think anyway, a decent teacher. And so um, I went on about my career up and down, up and down. And I learned a lot of things. Um I became a role model for a lot of young young children and I enjoyed it. It was something it was giving my life purpose. And that's what's most important is finding the purpose in our lives. After about uh four years, um I finally chased down my wife with my now wife and um got her to take me seriously. And so we ended up getting married and we moved and this was my big break. This was this was my opportunity to break away from education because I don't know if you know, but there's not a lot of money in it. But there's you know, if you want to take care of a family, you have to do something else additional or move up in the ranks. About this time that we were getting married, my wife had a son and I had a daughter, and we brought our families together, of course, to this union. And once we settled down in a new city, you know, she had a very profitable um, hairstyling business. And, you know, my kids were in school and we had just moved into a nice little townhouse and everything was good. Um, 
I got a new job and I was on my three month probation. And so they called me into the office and they said, hey, you know, we want to talk about your extension and keeping you here. And I'm like, great, cool. So I'm marching down the hallway. You know, I'm all excited. I'm smiling. And when I get in the room, the HR rep is sitting there and I'm like, OK, you know, maybe they're just here for, you know, just to make sure everything is said is legit. And when I sat down, she said, actually, we went over your numbers and we're actually going to have to let you go. That was the first time I was ever fired from a job. I didn't know how to react. I didn't know what to do. I didn't even know what to say in that room. I just felt so like someone had just taken my source from me. Like this, this is a feeling that's never happened. And what I was really, really concerned about was explaining to my new wife, hey, I just lost my job. And so I went home and I told her and she was cool about it, thank God. And so what we decided to do, well, what I decided to do was sit down and to make a list. Because at this point, I was not ready to go back into education. I said, what are some things that I'm good at? What are some things that I could do that I have the skill to do that I could potentially turn into a business? And so I started with photography. I wrote down photography. I wrote down design. I wrote down a couple other things I can't even remember at this point. But I was really excited about the opportunity to try. Now, part of my passion or, or at least respect for photography came from our recent wedding. We hired a photographer that was amazing. I mean, I've got pictures to this day that I'm just like, wow, that's my wedding. He was so good at what he did. His team was so good at what they did that it made me want to try it. And so... Uh, I had a friend at church that had a camera and every Sunday she would show up and she would take pictures of the kids and doing different things. And that was fun because we were in youth ministry. So that, that was fun. Um, so I posted uh, on Facebook one time. I said, hey, is anybody getting married? Is anybody doing anything? I would love to get some experience and shoot a wedding. Immediately, I got an inbox message from a friend. She said, hey, my sister's getting married in Virginia. This is about like two hours away. And. You know, she really doesn't have a budget, so this would be awesome for her. And I'm like, great. So I talked to the sister. You know, she agrees to pay me $100. That's enough to get me gas and back and, you know, something to eat. So I get there. And mind you, I had to borrow my friend's camera from church. I borrowed her camera, and we went down. I went down to Virginia, and... This camera had an optical zoom on it, so there's not there's no removing the lens and changing them out. No, no, this is an optical zoom. And so, <laughs> as much as I didn't know what I was doing, um, I went in and edited the photos, and people really loved them. You know, I was Googling things. I was looking on YouTube on tutorials on how to edit and manipulate photos, and I was learning a great deal. And eventually, that one wedding turned into 25 weddings within a year's time. And so I finally had something reputable on my hands. And even though it got a slow start, which led me to actually going back into education, um, eventually, two years ago, I was able to finally walk away for good. Um, so now I do a host of things. I've learned more skills over the time. I've, I've been able to apply more things. And now I'm in a place where I can sit down and I can hear someone's passion or hear someone's vision for what they want to do with their life or what how they want to serve or how they want to take their gift and give it back to their community. And I can create something that will not only edify what they're trying to do, but bring a lot of focus and attention to what they're actually doing. The point of me telling you this story is there are certain things that we have to do 
in order to gain uh, ground on what it is that we're supposed to do in this lifetime. So often we get caught up in trying to figure it out on our own. So often we get so caught up in trying to just make things happen and we end up forcing in puzzle pieces in places that they don't belong. And so what I, what I, if you remember what I shared with you was I made a list. I made a list of things I thought that I could turn into a business. And so now that I have a perspective that can look over and see branding and marketing and all these things, now I can see how my gift can change the world. Now I can see how my gift brings clarity to the world, how, how I was put here for a specific purpose to help people communicate better. And I love it. And so my encouragement to you today is simply this. Actually, I'm going to give you my advice today in a scenario. My six-year-old daughter has a five-minute car ride to her school every morning. And because the ride is so quick for her, she got this idea that, hey, you know what? Walking would be just as fast. And for a week, she begged me and begged me and begged me to allow her to walk to school. I never did it, of course, but I was trying to prove a point. Baby, you don't realize how long of a walk this actually is. No, no, daddy, I can do it. I can do it. But if I would have let her walk to the corner and she would have really saw how long of a walk it was just to get to the corner, I'm certain that she would have reconsidered. So let me translate that to this. Sometimes you may actually have to walk. Sometimes the car or the bus or the transportation is not going to be available. And sometimes you got to put one foot in front of the other, dig deep and figure out what exactly your purpose is on this earth. Some people like me pray. Some people meditate. Some people do other things. But whatever the case may be, however you arrive to your purpose, you need to know that you were put on this earth for a reason. I want to thank you so much for listening to this very first installment into Brand New Life. My name is Travis. Now get out there and enjoy your brand new life.